Thank you. Good afternoon. Good morning. You may please be seated. Thank you, Music Nation. Thank you. Um, Merry Christmas to those who are watching from all around the world. Uh, families and friends and those who have to be watching from home, uh, from London City. First, let me thank you all for a wonderful year, a beautiful year that you've maintained again and you've given the world something to see for another year. It is you all that I've put hands together to make sure that this gospel stands at all costs, all of you, different houses, different people, not big names, not big money, just big hearts. Thank you. Edith, thank you for hosting us today. Thank you for hosting us yesterday. Thank you very much for the hard work you put into, I think yesterday was the seventh um, annual Christmas Eve celebration. It's the seventh that I can trace. Perhaps we've been doing some that we don't know of. But yesterday was the seventh year. Yes, Javi, that picture, seventh. That's the seventh picture. <laughs> so no wonder it was a beautiful night, really. Um, we enjoyed it. We're leaving, thinking of the kind of hard work that it would take you guys to fix the house, to be ready for today. I was very concerned, but you did say you'll do it. I know you guys haven't slept. Um, neither will you sleep. Because he that watches Israel does not sleep nor slumber. You this weekend will be watching over nation family. <laughs> so you will not sleep, you will not slumber. Um, you will be ready. I've got a word this morning quickly, um, and I've had to step it down a bit because I'm aware and be made aware that there are people also watching from other places who the hardcore may hit differently. So let me just pipe down a bit for the word conference. But Pastor Sam did start on a trajectory this morning. And that's Yehoshua Christ giving us the recipe, the ingredient to have legacy. Let us forget everything about his sacrifice. They are part of a thing. He made sacrifices in order to teach us how to. He didn't make it so that it can be worshipped. Because for some reason, all that we do in church now is to just worship a sacrifice. It's like, I thank you for your sacrifice over my life, but I'm staying away from this sacrifice. Thing. And so worship is powerless. It doesn't mean much. Because it's like, you done it, thumbs up to you. And whenever I can, as I can, I'll do mine. But, but, but let's, so the sacrifice is a journey to somewhere. It's not an end. It's a journey to teach us the legacy for greatness. It teaches us love, so not just so that we can hug other people and go say, I forgive you, I don't forgive you, and all those things. No, it teaches us love as the only powerful instrument for real greatness. 
Love is selflessness. Yet, in the grand scheme of things, when fully calculated, it is actually an opportunity for you to shine. Because this is the problem with love. You, if you're hearing it, it looks like, oh, okay, he's teaching selflessness, he's teaching all these things, but you, you, you then has the question, but what about taking care of yourself? Actually, in real nation building, in those who have understood how to actually make greatness in life, love is the key for it. The love for community to a place where you are just unsatisfied with how things are. That's love, that's obsession. And when we were taught love, all we knew was, you're just going to keep making sacrifices for others. Yes, you're right. You're going to put others first. You're going to put others first. And something in human, in the human nature, rejects that. But now we're actually realizing that a man came here. God came to earth to connect with humans. Went through all the things he went through in order to establish his name. At the end of the day, it's still for him. It's not anti him. So if you're talking of the political mountain today, if you're talking of all mountains, he paid the price to be the number one there. So let us redefine the concept of love so that we don't think it's without reward. It actually is with the greatest reward. It is a key to personal greatness or to communal greatness. Is the key if we observe, it's like the nations that became great. They were just so obsessed with their own nation. And that's not just empty love for nation. Empty love for nation is like you wake up one day and you say, well, you know, I miss Ghana so much. I miss Nigeria. I don't miss Nigeria. Because there's actually nothing to miss there. I, I long for the greatness of what is meant to be great. That's an obsession. And that obsession will make us fight anybody. Because the love for the nation is greater. Than loyalty to self is greater. Than food and bread. And, and the things that the West deceived us with. The same thing would apply to those of you from Ghana, from, from Congo, from uh, whatever, Jamaica and all the nations of the earth. The love of a normal black skinned man is very fickle. Because it's not been taught the reward for greatness. He just wants to survive. That is the most painful thing that came from slavery. Slavery is daily survival. It has nothing to do with greatness or legacy. And in the midst of daily survival, you will lose love. Because love demands passion. It demands time. It demands sacrifice. It demands everything. And the, but the end of love is greatness. Absolute greatness. But the in-between of it is also pricey. So Yehoshua did not come to just, to just show off how he can die. <laughs> it's not, look guys, I'll show you how much sacrifice I can make. I, I don't think anyone can match up to this. When Paul was speaking, actually, let me just refer to Paul a bit. Paul was one of the most practical, like Conley showed us that he talked so much that he eventually met Alexandra the Great. 
So I'm being very careful what I say so that these those on. And he wanted to refer to, I said, don't drag my name in this. Keep my name pure. Keep me great, please, Kunle. <laughs> he was actually recounting. He said, if Christ was beating 39 strokes, he took plus one. If I, I, maybe you can find me that scripture this afternoon. If this happened, there is no, there is no, it, those who think if they just make more money, they'll be great. You won't be. There are people with money without legacy. Hence why Africa don't have a record of great rich people. But we were rich. We are rich. But greatness failed us. Because the engine asks for greatness, which is service and love. Because you can't serve if you don't have love. You can't serve. When the real thing is put to the test of it. When you ever think you're bigger than what you're given. You understand that? When you feel like what you're getting, you're bigger than it. We'll see if you have love to serve. It is love for nation first. Africa is run for, by love for self. And we must not forget, as much as I can see Africa, Africa, we are their kids. It's run by love for self. Churches are run by love for self. Survivor, survivor, love for self. Not knowing that the greatest reward, the greatest personal gift you can give yourself is nation building and love for nation. The obsession for love for nation, the obsession for love for a race, changed the world contributed to the betterment of human existence, gave us longer life because some people were obsessed. They stood for their nation. Like real comrades, real people, real humans. Not a black man saying, this is a money game. It can't be a money game. No matter what money game you want to play, are you going to beat the white man in money now in today's world? What money are you going to have as a comedian on TV? The person taking all the money has no, you don't know his name because he's preparing, he's checking your kid to, are you funny? Your kid is just saying, are you going to be funny? Are you going to be, can we put you on that stage when this guy is going old? Are you going to be funny? Is your kid going to be able to play football? Are you, are you, it's just, but you don't know him. And that's how it lasts till eternity. He's become an eternal man because he has love and is obsessed with things that are even lesser than what God has put on your own shoulders to carry. A whole community, the liberation of our race and our people from economic slavery and mental retardedness. It is a heavy duty. It is a heavy work. And you must be so obsessed with it. Otherwise, no deliverance is going to come. You must be so obsessed with it. Uh, because otherwise, one day, we would say, Honey, you know, you've done so. You've done in court. Wrong in pause. You've got to do this, do this, do this. Because he has love for self. And because perhaps he didn't do no wrong. He would rather shut everything down than demonstrate his love for nation. I don't have to be right. When, when, when I'm wrong and I have to step in court down to say I'm wrong, I may not be wrong. I just love nation enough 
these people, the next crop of leadership must have love for nation. Not an OB thinking I own COD. You cannot own it. It's not yours. It's love for nation. Love for nation makes us apologize. Even when we are right, we love it. If a leader has not been tested to that capacity, a leader comes and wants to say, no, I did well. You did bad. It's love for nation. Don't accept weaklings. The world is going to constantly push for, it's a change world, it's a money game, it's a slug game. Look, it's not. Really, it's not. It's a legacy game. Our parents kept doing that. That's why we are struggling. They loved nothing. They liked all things. Their generation is now seeking for like online. Okay, let's do some scriptures. For love is... Oh, where, where do you want to start from? I don't mind. Okay, yeah, let's read the lashes. Oh, this is where Conley got the lash. Conley, uh, should I go ahead? Should I fire on or should I? Okay, we'll just have to do this lashes thing. Please, go for it. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Quickly, man. Whatever, whatever anyone else dares to boast about, I am speaking as a fool, I also dare to boast about. Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they Abraham's descendants? So am I. Are they servants of Christ? I am out of my mind to talk like this. I am more. I Paul have... is so tricky. He said, I'm out of my mind. I'm going to say this stuff. Like, he keeps saying, well, you know, this is not right. This is not right. But um, we're just going to still put it in eternal book. Because it has to be said. I'm more. I've worked much harder. Been in prison more frequently. Been flogged. More severely. And been exposed to death. death again and again. Been exposed for the love of something. If a, a, a person that will not be great, expose them to correction and you see the evil in them. Paul is exposed to death. Yet we pray with his verses. How? You can't expose a leader to correction. Just correction. We practiced the thing called, see, if you just keep encouraging someone, even if they are doing bad, they've made you good. So we kept encouraging, you're doing good. And the more we say, the better they did. How? How can you run a walk that has no result, but yet you have to keep saying, you're doing so great. How? What kind of men are these or women? And we're talking to ourselves. Sorry, I don't know what I just said. I'm not sure. Verse 24. Five times I received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. He's saying five times I received 40 lashes minus one. Tell me. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I have been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits, in danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, <laughs> and in danger from false believers. <coughs> That's a lot of danger. 
let me tell you, the nations we all run to, their founders have just these same dangers. The only founders that don't have these dangers was our own fathers in Africa. And from 1960, they got independence, they traveled down to Chelsea. There is no price for nation building. So when we look at some countries in Africa and someone say, our, father, our fathers will pay the price. I'm asking, how can you pay the price for that? What price did you pay for Nigeria? And it becomes this. There's no way you pay price for something and it doesn't blossom. Why is our own upside down? Who paid the price? Say, oh, not this man. They are the, our great fathers. This is not my father. It might be your father. The new Nigeria is not going to take those people as fathers. Because now we're asking, what was the danger they were in? They wanted to rig election. So someone brought cutlass when they were chasing, um, changing the ballot box. Another one brought, you brought cutlass too. That's the danger for nation building. Paul was just detailing, if you lost something so much, you'll be in danger on every side for it. But be rest assured, it will be built. We were not thought that danger creates greatness. Risk-taking creates greatness. We were not thought. We dreamt of greatness. We hoped. We have dreams. Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream. It paid with his life. If something is worth it, it exposes you to all dangers. If it's worth it. Unless you just want to survive. Every current survivor now in this house, everyone just surviving, whatever work you're doing, the lawyer, the accountant, the engineer, just know you're just doing those for seed. They are not your greatness. Real hungry, strong young man and woman will have their eyes on the definition of greatness and will not mind how long it takes to just survive till you enter it. Because greatness will happen to you if you understand price pain. Normal African kid is not taught that. Just play. Okay, let me not mention, but just do entertain and you'll be fine. But many of them become great. Greatness is not name, popularity. Greatness is generational effectiveness. Next scripture, please. Hebrews, I think. If you... Hebrews 11 from verse 8. Tell me. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. He didn't know where he was going, but the love for the vision. And so a follower or a pastor or whatever cannot come and say, okay, so you know me, I'm a good soldier. Just let us know what's next, what we do, where we're going. Abraham didn't know. As a matter of fact, faith walk. The moment, the, 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 the moment you're taking the steps, those steps are destinations in themselves. How do I say that? Did I say that right? Where he was going was his ability to take the steps. As he saw it in his spirit, those steps, the fact that I can wake up, the fact that I can still give, the fact that I can still sacrifice. I may not know exactly the details of where I'm going, but that step in itself is a destination. 
is a place. Because 98% of people who come to this world will live as if they never came. And I, I'm, being, I'm being magnanimous saying 98%. Only 1% of the world is the world. How can, like, unless you understand how to use poor people. You see what Yehoshua did? Heaven's calculation is unbelievable. In this world, the poor can take over because they are more than the rich. There are more. Like when our African revolution starts, it's just we're telling the rich, we're more than you. As in, we drive your kids to school. We are in your garden. More in it. We are your cooks. They serve, the person serving you tea. Your driver. Everybody around you is the poor. So we're more than you, really. Not we as poor. No, I'm not part of the... My question is... Let me just repeat that. <laughs> What Yehoshua did anyways was he's brought a gospel to steer up. Let me use the word the lowly because there are more. Eventually we'll get to those who have and that's how Christianity got established. The pressure from the lowly was so much that the king emperor had to submit to it even though for his own good at the time. But nonetheless, what, I, what I'm asking this nation to do is to increase your obsession for this vision. It's very simple because someone will then say, how will this spread? No, it's all, it, it, it starts from one person. Every change, either from scriptures or from modern history, starts from a person. How will our nations be fixed? It's one person. It's not many people. The problem is always the head. That's why we cannot afford to have a family or a, a fellowship or, or a house where the head is still learning. Detrimental to the body. Finish this please, ma'am. By faith, verse 9, he made his home in the promised land. Are you sure you're where I want you to be, man? They were sun into today, moved from place to place, things like that. That's what I'm looking for. This is going to belong. He lived, I love this, by faith he made his home in the promised land like a stranger, even though it was the place for him to possess. But this vision, the love for the vision, made him live in that place like a stranger. Tent means something that can move now. No permanent abode. Not a fixed place. Not settlement. It is movement. The reason why we call this a movement is that our settlement is in our movement. If you're not moving, if your family house is not moving, every, every two years, you settled. There's a problem somewhere. Our own movement is our settlement. Look at Abraham. This is faith. And it's either we're signing up for this or we sign up for nothing. He lived in tents. Tents. Movable. It was mobile. Lived in tents as did Isaac. That's the seed. The seed lived in tents and the start of the nation. Two nations and your womb. That's Jacob. Lived in tents with him. 
So we're not going to grow to a place where we say it's a money game because if they shut this down now, what are my children going to hear? That's why we're not possessing nations at all. The black nation is so many, but yet so empty. How? Look at the people that were influences in America talking about money again. What more money? As did Isaac and, and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. These are going to be the nations. Because this is the nation now. From these guys, all the three major religions of the world will come. But they have to live in tents with him. It's not going to be emotionally attached to the point where he just wants them settled. So it's not going to put them through what they need to go through because he's now protecting them. As in, I, 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 Abraham was so much a father of faith that he loved Ishmael so much because there was no other child. Ishmael came. At the point of struggle, God said, let Ishmael, as in, he sent Ishmael away with a bottle of water. If he's a child of faith, he's a child of faith. What we do here, our call is faith. It is not gathering. What must be most powerful in our life is not money. It's not, we've grown past clothes now. Really. Grown past the showing of cars. We've, all those things have now shown us a possibility and a vision. So our most prized possession is that vision and faith in it, including the stories, the things we had to do to sustain that vision. That is now our brag. And not just stories, because you can have stories and kill it halfway. Imagine sacrificing for five years and then walk away from it. I don't understand what can be more than that in self-harm. But doing what we believe because of vision is our most prized possession now. If we lose everything, we cannot lose the legacy that we see in front of us for which we all have taken the risks of our lives. If, if Paul says he was in danger of this and that, you were. In Brixton, you were in danger of knife. It just takes one, one person, one lunatic to come in and shoot you. Or stab someone there. In danger of everything. In perils. Johanna, you remember when um, they came to Tulsa Hill or Tulsa Pauls, Tulsa Hill. And you had to attack the police. Did you not sleep in, 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 in sentencing or whatever you call it, picket? I just want to say, I don't want to say jail or prison because it wasn't prison, right? How can we who are now enlightened, who know that the real meaning, the meat of life is to be obsessed with something. What keeps life going is not money, is to have a vision in front of you for, that tears your soul morning, day and night. That's our prosperity. So every other thing that happens around us won't take it. They say, leave this place, we pack our bag, we go to the next place. They say, we don't accept you here, we, go, we pack our bag, we go to the next place, we go to the next place. That's the obsession because we have a price possession our legacy cannot be erased because our sacrifices are intact and they are not we're not in this for ego so you can't bruise it by correction it's the love of nation not the love of self 
that made the countries that we are all running into now, the world that we want to become a part of, it is obsession with the vision, with the nation, not self. People who are offended are obsessed with themselves. They may not be talkative, they may look humble. It's a lie. Obsessed with self is anti-nation building. Africa don't build because it's right to build. We build because my name must be on it. Someone, someone's father, and I don't agree with the father, I don't agree with their kind of Christianity, but this guy has built a huge church, millions of whatever in Africa, yes? And the son wakes up one day, decides to leave it. Okay, I don't mind if you leave it to do a new, like you're, you're going to show us a new move, right? To do the same thing your father is doing. Yeah. And then put your own name. Africa, we have big problems. So starting Toby Adebwega ministry, I said, oh, well done for Spark Nation, but let me start to, um, Toby Adebwega International Ministry. Tahem, 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 or Tame Him, or something like that. The kind of insanity, the kind of insanity, and I don't mind those ones. The example I gave, I want them to self-destruct anyway. I want them to face each other and self-destruct. Because Africa needs deliverance from this man. But that's their problem. I wonder what happens. You're going to be doing exactly the same. <laughs> the same thing. As a young, as a young man. As a young person. As an old man. Obsession with something, as in, as long as you're looking at life and say, What's the result of this now? What's the result of this now? It means that we never received faith. Peter spoke to people who have received a like precious faith. Do you understand what it means for Peter? His source of livelihood from which he feeds his family. Yehoshua tells him one day, Leave it and follow me for nation building. We're going to change the whole landscape of how Israel and Judah believes, and it will spread to the whole world. To them, Peter, that's like, excuse me, what? It means nothing. Left in three and a half years, they are following a man who then died. They say, eh, what? And you would have said, well, you know, it wasn't calling them for nation building, but in Acts of the Apostles, you see them nation building. They sat, no auditorium. They sat in the place that now is like sitting by Pasnicki's water fountain. They called it, because they sat there for so long, they called it the Apostles' Parch. That's where they meet. That's where they do their crusades or whatever they've got to do. Until all the nations started coming to these guys. All of a sudden they realized it is not about doing miracles that we followed Christ. He wanted to change the narrative of many things. I wonder if you know the kind of responsibility and call that is upon your shoulders. When scripture says about Yehoshua, the one whose birth we celebrate today, of course, he was not born on the 25th of December, but who cares? Um, we all now here, remembering something, that it is not religion that was born. It is showing us the move from tent to tent. If you are not obsessed with your SME, if you don't love it to the point of death, then there's no legacy there. 
there's going to be offense after offense. Offense after offense. People pile up offense in church. But you see, it's because they never received an obsession. You can be part of something and to keep appearance, you're sacrificing. You know that's the worst sacrifice. Because you will never meet up. You're competing with people that are obsessed. Let me tell you, any church, any movement, we will beat them. You know why? We have enough obsession. Not crowd, not money, enough obsession. And we will win. We will. If you get a small, relatively, and law in the city is not small. Girls under construction is not small, but relatively small in the grand scheme of things. If you get five people, if you get three people, if you get 12 people who are obsessed enough, you make millions. It's just the obsession. And the obsession does not start from those 12. It starts from you as the leader. Because the world, Satan, God, everybody knows you will not stop. Just like it became apparent, it became clear that a pity, we will not stop. We manage seasons, seasons of plenty. We manage the season of little. We're there. We, once, we sign, once we are as visible as something, we never not be visible. At all costs. His obsession. He would always win over money, over numbers. You cannot just gather empty head numbers. You ask, what's the future of this? Quickly, next one. Did you find the one I was asking for? Yes, sir. Quickly, please. Verse 36. Verse 36. Some faced jeers and flogging and even chains and imprisonment. Uh -huh. They were put to death by stoning. They were sold in two. They were killed by the sword. They went about in sheepskins and goatskins, destitute, persecuted, and mistreated. Well, in these days, if you go about in sheepskin, that's an expensive thought, but... Persecuted, and we cannot quit because we are mistreated. It, that just means we are not obsessed enough. And we've seen mistreatment. But the problem, the, the question is, in all this mistreatment or our persecution or stuff, are the people without this mistreatment or persecution, are they better off? He didn't take anything from us. In fact, mistreatment, persecution, or people trying to get at us, or whatever. You know what he did for us? He called our attention. Our mental state became alert to know that this world is a struggle. And just because you're doing good does not mean good will happen to you. You have to fight for the good you bring. It woke us up. Whereas people will not wake up until later in life. They actually thought that they are entitled that's why people will come to the house thinking they are entitled to some things. And that's why the companies are beating the church because everybody in church, in court, that kind of church, is entitled. We ask God for blessing as an entitlement. So we slept off. What God used persecution and all this to do to us is to make us bond, powerful, mentally alert, ready to fight at any time. All of a sudden we realize that there's, there are no friends everybody has personal interest and it is at that point we declare our own world and say eventually if our world stands you will come and we will negotiate with nations when the time comes 
But to sustain this, your giving is important. Your, 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 your unity is important. All those things are important. But above it, your obsession, your fire that burnt in you from day one, that made you sign up, must be intact. Otherwise, you start gathering offense. Offenses that you look back years ago, years after, and think, what a little, how little was I? Someone didn't greet me. Someone didn't do this. Someone said, you should not do this. You should do that. It means nothing in the grand scheme of what is called greatness in life. I was dating someone. I didn't date someone. I'm now offended. I'm now this. As in, in the grand scheme of greatness, dating is nothing. Because no matter how much you date them, eventually the date set for you to be out of love will come. You'll be outdated. Eventually, ma, you, it would happen. Love will not always sustain a relationship. Sense will. But those of you who are women, when you lose that fire, dating becomes your priority. But remember your mother. Thank you. Next verse. The world was not worthy. It is a hard talk. But this family talk. Just look at them. Like God was saying to the children of, he said, look to Abraham, the rock from which you were healed. Look to them. It may be hard, but just sincerely. I didn't say criticize them. I just said, just look and see who they dated. That outdated them. And when we, <laughs> thank you, Obi Junior. When we, when we, when we find a greater obsession, something to live and die for, every other thing would work. It would sustain your love life. People run out of love because they, there's really nothing there. Just tearing at each other every day. Eventually, the woman would just think, if I, maybe I try to slap this guy. I'll interpret that. He's just testing you every day, testing, testing. I said, this guy, man. They said man is the head of the agent. And the guy, ah, ah, oh boy. There was self, there was self. There was self. There was never an obsession that is bigger. Our, our obsession must be what drove us into marriage, into business. The CEO, the companies you're building now, the SMEs, it's an obsession for the reviver that is driving you there. So it's sustainable. But let me tell you, from where you're coming from, if it is just you want to survive, the 1% or the 2% that makes it, by the time you finish making it, you will not make it. You'll be so sad. A man's life, a person's life, Yehoshua teaches us this, it must actually be, your happiness and joy must be based on something you're doing that you're actually upset. It must be your joy point. So God kept teaching me. You may not be happy about this, you may not be happy about that, but when you look at the work, years ago, this years ago, that must be, I want that to be your only fountain of joy so that other joys that will come later is sustainable. For riches are like birds. They have wings. They can fly away. When they want to fly away, guess what people do? They will do all it takes to sustain it. And that's where sorrow begins. Then they will say, you're a great comedian. Wear skirt. Wear a gown. 
you are a movie actor, you, my friend, go and wear, yeah, go and wear gay clothes, wear it, and they will have to. Because they've already reached a night and they cannot say, what does 10 million, 20 million mean? I don't want it then. They will wear it. Because riches are flying away like quick. You can be worshipping them on television, but they know they are hemorrhaging. So when they make a movie, you can say, ah, this one, how did you, he's in debt, he's, he's struggling. You're calculating how much he made, but you're forgetting how much he will have to spend. You, you're thinking, oh, he made 20 million from that movie. Remember, his lifestyle is not yours. If he makes 20 million, 15 is going. And not just you guys are businessmen. You already know the 15 or the 5 remaining. You see the West, they are sitting with it looking for that money. You spend it, they say the tax here. They are sitting on it. So he knows it's going. You don't know because you're just reading glossy newspaper. Or clicking stuff on magazine. He knows. You can tell me I don't need to wear skirt, I don't need to wear gown. But I know that I'm wearing this thing because this is all I've got in life. Our definition of happiness in the house is our sacrifices. Following the footstep of Yehoshua, who is the only person we believe. And Theo, yeah, you're right. The only thing I'm believing from the Bible is Christ. Every other story, I, I may not support what Daniel then said, Ezekiel don't cast. I don't know. I will not use. Many of these stories, of course, in the Bible are folklore. The addition of things to make a race look powerful. But we cannot discard. And now they ask Christ, what's the greatest commandment? He told us what the greatest commandment is. Then he told us the greatest love. So let's not go to the greatest commandment so I can stop. I thought the word conference is kicking off from today. But again, like Pastor Sam said, there is food to be eaten. We agree that it is the same food all year. We just like today <laughs> and tomorrow. <laughs> We've not just chosen, yeah, you know, this food will taste differently this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but well for the people who are eating in their houses already, tell me, please. The world was not worthy of them. They wandered. No, in no, no. Go to the ocean now, um, and let's finish this. John fifteen from verse twelve. Tell me. My command is this. Love each other as I have loved Greater you. Greater love than this. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. That's the end of it. As long as we're declaring our community as our friend, they may think otherwise, they may say otherwise, but we are their friend by force because we will make it work for us. As in, if you don't understand what I just said, it's like, the Bible says Christ came to his own and his own did not receive him. But he still said, look, receive me or not, I will die for you. It's imposed something on the lowly. Because there's a principle that works. If you sacrifice for it, he'll be yours. So even though they imagine the people that killed him, he died for them. He's just saying, once I saw this seed here, you're coming here. You're coming. So we cannot look at their behavior and shrink away 
from what we believe or from the laying down of our lives. The church has given up on that. The church asks people to lay down their life to build an auditorium. Not people. So a pastor is pastor on his friend giving that bag of rice. I, I'm looking at this rice thinking, what would you cook this rice with? I think rice needs palm oil, chicken, but in front. And I'm not, I'm not disputing that in front, just one bag. People are on the queue. Support. Very old people on the queue or very poor. Well, you know, poverty makes you older than you are, really. So they might not be very old people. But and poverty, I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about a mindset. Greater love. So what we've gathered ourselves to do is to continuously test this greater love, the continuous laying down of our lives. We must not, in, in greatness and in persecution, when we're all taking risks whilst we're young, we must not feel anyhow about any situation. We must not feel bad, and we don't need to feel good if we don't want. We must just feel the heartbeat of love. That's it. For love is stronger. Tell me. Songs of Solomon 8. Songs of Solomon chapter 8. Verse 6. Verse 6. Place me like a seal over your heart. This is what this vision is saying now. Place this word like a seal over your heart. Those who are in COD family, place it like a seal. You're not placing Obi as a seal. Obi does not own COD. It's sent there to serve. But whilst he's representing that vision, serving in that field, place in place this work as a seal over your heart. Life family. All the soldiers there. Because you have to believe this. That this is nation building. And nation building is not at the detriment of self. It's actually at the empowerment of self. Imagine if Africa was built. If Jamaica, why would we be here? As in, you have a country where you can walk on the street without looking at your shoulders. You have a country that you just have, just people are saying we want economic empowerment in Nigeria. CBN should change this. How about guys? How about we just having electricity? Can we just beg this government for eight years? Can you just forget us? Let us die in non-economic. Forget GDP, um, the central bank saying Nigerian standard of living. Forget all that. Just give us light. Make that your legacy and go away. Can you do that? Now you're going to improve our economy without electricity. Are we living in 1922? That we can't have a leader that can say, we're no longer in 1922. I just want either urban or rural electrification. End of story. Just do one. Who cares about CD? But why, why can't it be fixed? Everybody, self-interest at the detriment of the nation. How? It brings us out as the seed because unless I'm using these examples, guys, we will not understand these things. When you place life family as a seal, you're no, you, all you're saying is, if life family prospers, if life family does well, 
I've done well. There are things I won't have to seek. There are things I, doors I won't have to knock because I have a family. The same thing with COD, the same thing with, with Connect, the same thing with Paul's. Imagine the true, real, true prosperity of Paul's family. Just think of it from the lovers to the house of medics, from house of medics to all the network. Who there will suffer for a thing? Now that we are even still on the battlefield, you know the standard of housing you have. You know, but how old are we in these? Relatively babies. Just mastering things. But you know the quality of life you've seen. And that's by communal prosperity. Within a short period of time, guys. In nation building, it doesn't matter where you sleep. It's not about your bed comfort. It's not about your own ego. It's about, is this house running? Is it strong? And is it progressing towards where we're going? That's how nations are built. Nigeria, our country, I, I can't keep talking about Ghana. I know very much about Ghana, but I, I'm currently in Nigerian space. We build and sleep in mansions that we actually cannot go out of. Because the other people there, I'm not blaming those who live in mansions, they built their own life in Africa. You build your own life. What can you do? I just the only country that I see people begging government, can we please fix this road? Unbelievable. We look at our leaders, they say this one is a doctor from so so university, this one is from this one has 10 master's degree. Yet, a whole generation <laughs> I'm bringing that to bring you to awareness of the kind of people we come from, they are still our parents. This is their makeup, this is them their ideology, their religious beliefs, the vanity Christianity they embrace. This is it. Christianity is selling like, like cocaine in Nigeria now because poverty is increasing. The Christianity of fear, you just scare someone and say, mm, I see danger in front of you. He said, sorry, sir. So why are you being sorry for seeing danger? But, but sorry, he said, bring one, I don't know, whatever, one billion, one billion, thousand, whatever. Just say, I see, because we refuse to build nation, but we must not forget our parents are them and we are them too. Our mental awareness called to sacrifice. Place me like a seal upon your heart. Like a seal on your arm. Like a seal on your arm also. The arm, heart intention, where your focus is arm, walk. Please, this vision like a seal upon your hand, your workplace, your hesemis, the workings now, your giving, your hand, and like a seal upon your hand. Why? For love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns. Like blazing fire. Like a mighty flame. So, what we've been looking for in church, you see when they say, Holy Ghost, fire, and people start doing this. I love the Afrobeat musician that just made it into Afrobeat. That's much better. Holy Ghost, fire, boost my confidence. That's better than the Holy Ghost, fire one we've been shouting in church, which is a lie and vanity. Nothing is happening to this woman. They say, fire, then go, ah, ah. What fire? There's nothing happening. It's, it's rubbish. 
the real fire we've been looking for is in the flames of love. It's jealousy, unyielding, as in if you have passion for life family, your jealousy to make sure life family works or, 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 or heal it, your jealousy to make it work is unyielding. You, you, not to talk of someone will now offend you and you then say, I don't give you anymore because I feel offended. You didn't have the fire in the first place. If we're going to set the old world on fire, if we're going to bring this gospel like it should be, if we're going to be the most powerful family, we need this flame. And it tells us this morning, Christmas Day, 25th December 2023, it tells us how. He said, for love, he said, for its jealousy, unyielding, as a grave, if we have a strong jealousy for our nation, a strong jealousy for our raise our community we must be unyielding we must build these SMEs we must not look right or left you didn't come here with anybody so face your own business you come here with anybody's emotion and so don't follow childhood um, um, tantrums because you face too much in your life to now yield to a child that is not growing must look at your leader constantly and see them evolving, growing, becoming, coming into awareness and strength and power. They are able to hold things down, not lose and lose. No, they hold things down, they build, they commune, they, they, they get people together and they face a walk. And those things manifest in targets, they manifest in everything that we said to do. Consistent, ever yielding, ever fruitful movement like COD, like Pulse, like Connect, like Elite, like Life. That is what we are called to do. Because if every one of you is fruitful in your side, then we will build a very big, fruitful, functional nation. Amen and amen. Do not allow weaklings. Weaklings. You can move this now. Don't allow weaklings. Don't accept weakness. Is there any message for Christmas? They're telling me about three wise men coming from the east to give some to some gifts to some to some people. Myths. How about the wise men now? It's about you now. To be wise is to love. To love is to be passionate about a vision. Place me like a seal upon your, uh, upon your heart and like a seal upon your hand. For love is stronger than death. In other words, if you have something that can overcome death, then death will not scare you. Love is stronger. Leave that scripture on the screen. The greatest fear of any man in this world is fear. The great, I mean, it is death. So you see, love it's so powerful that we can look death in the face and dare it. How much more losing money? If you lose money, you'll make it again. Because the love of why you set out to make it is stronger than that loss. The love that is setting us into these SMEs, the love that is driving you for the 5th of January for the seed we are sowing is stronger than the lack you have. That love is what we're going to drive into in 2024 and we'll be as unyielding as the grave. You know the grave is unyielding. No matter what prayer request you make, the grave is open every day. People go there on a daily basis is on Judah. No matter how much a person can love someone, if grave is asking for them, they are going. Is unyielding. We must be an unyielding house. Don't yield to your emotions. Don't yield to offense. 
don't yield to lack. We, we must continuously tell ourselves lack is out our door. We were born into it, but we will not yield to it. For the love of our community, for the love of the world that God has set in front of us, we will not yield. Nation family, we're making a statement today. No matter who stands or for, we will not yield. We have the love for nation. We have the love for the people. All praise the name of the Come on, guys. Now. Forevermore. Please see that. On a closing service, all the SMEs. You're not loving your pie business or your food business or your crypto business or your sport business. You're loving the work and this work then drives you. If you do these things, you'll prosper. Love cannot, the energy of love cannot be divided in many directions. But don't forget this. Energy was Christ was what Christ was talking about when he said, seek ye first the kingdom and all these things. These things will come. All of it. How are we going to be the, the richest and strongest family on earth? We can't calculate into that. But we found the key. An obsession that is not afraid. Those of you who are getting older, be careful. Because as you get older, fear increases. But there is no... I don't need to convince you more. Just look at the parent where you're coming from. And know for sure that's how they got where they got to. If yours are great and you love them, that's fine. That follow their path too. But here, we found the key. Love is stronger than death. We love this work and that's our declaration. You often wonder when people start getting offended. That means their love for self is greater than every word they've heard. But you see, if such is not filtered from your life personally and filtered from our midst, you won't get anywhere. You won't go anywhere. Until the love for self is broken, self cannot be enthroned. So we gather today. Christ's birth, the celebration of it is to remind us of the key to greatness. We're going to take every step. We're going to take every risk. We will not stop. If someone is our friend today, they are our friend. If tomorrow they change from being our friend, we're not their friend also. We'll just keep walking. Just keep moving. That is our call. I cast my mind to Calvary. You don't need to stand. Just quickly. Savior on, Savior on. His body bound, his body bound. And they laid him down in Joseph's tomb. In Joseph's tomb. He 
Christmas occasion. Yes, stand. I won't keep you standing for long. To, of course, celebrate ourselves for again an amazing year. And of course, to establish the truth that we now have, we've always had a big work on our hands. The responsibility, and Pastor Sam, you said it so right this morning. The responsibility that is upon a senior pastor, like you, a senior pastor of any church for that matter, is a law. Now, this kind of a peculiar work, the gathering of peculiar people, is a heavy task. And left to me, I think, I was the first one to come out years ago to say, I want to step down so that the other generation can lead. A true leader must be eager to do that. Not saying, well, there is no one that can lead it. Like, then you become Mugabe. Well, all, yeah, because there are theories where no one can do the work I'm doing. They will spread the work I've done. That in itself is a problem. Because that means you are all in all and nobody's good enough. But again, I understand and we couldn't put that into actual practice because then we realized there are still foundational works to do. And at that point, I didn't think it was going to be Pastor Sam that would be senior pastor. I thought of other people because I just thought, let's do global ministry. Let's go and hustle. Let's go and rumble. Let's fight. Let's get our hands clean and dirty. All the first gen. But then you begin to realize that there is so much responsibility in that space that unless God has empowered someone to be that and their ears are truly open, they can't do it. And what you saw gradually is as much as you're thinking this person should do it as man thinks, of course. God says just wait and see and you continuously see that there's still a lot of work to be done before they are able and then we learned a principle. You want to commit something big to anyone's hand? Look at the small. We're not called to be a house of multitude. 
is supposed to be a house of discipleship for all nations so that everybody can go express themselves in different fields and come back for training in the house. We're supposed to have services where PT talk and it's just 400 people, but they are all CEOs and multi-billionaires. That's where, that's, and they are trained. And they are not just multi-billionaires. Some of them will be political leaders with millions of followers. Some of them will lead churches with hundreds of whatever auditor, whatever it is. But they come back to a house. That's the vision a PT had from day one. That's our own call. That's why we're comfortable in living rooms, in tents, and then also in big arenas. That's, that's our call. And the older we're getting, by older, I mean the more we're understanding this world, the more we're realizing that we have to put our feet on that because that's us. When I train leaders, we have four, five, six multi-million pound companies. Those who lead schools, those who lead stuff. So for us, and I've said it earlier today, there is no family head that owns the family. You can't own a family. It's, you can own yours by giving birth to your children. But you can't own one because that would be detrimental to the whole nation and to the vision. So please, those of you who were in Inspire or COD, don't see PK move and say, that's my leader. The word is your leader. You were in that place to serve. You, one of the greatest commandments in scripture is you must not worship idols. And perhaps you now choose to worship idol. You now go and choose the inferior idol who has no gold on it. Come on, man. <laughs> so we will, I'm using that to say that we will continuously evolve will continuously adopt manners and methods that help the work. We're going to put the work first. Then we'll put ourselves maybe second or third so that we can be useful to community. Focus, place upon your heart like a seal the love for whatever family you are deployed to. Also, please, don't say, you know, I'm connect. And one day they wake up and say, Dorothy, go serve in Paul. Say, I'm connected. We then ask, I thought you were Ghanaian. <laughs> How did you become connect? What, as in define being connect. Define it. Define it. Just because you've now built comfortable friends. And now you are caged in a world where you're not going to expose yourself to the whole nation. The competition must be strong. Your house must be number one. But, but it's stronger and number one because you are there serving. If you're taken from elite to go serving, connect, con elite must become number one too. That must be your fight. Because you then ask, so how can we will sacrifice all these things that you sacrifice? How can we then define what we are by the friends we've built? So they've removed you now from inspire first check. So my bedroom in Connect will be where again? And I'll be sleeping next to this girl. I hate her. That means you were never part of the work. That means the house you were living in was just an hostel for homeless children or some, some stuff like that. If we really connect, if you're really illiterate, if you're really lifer, if you're really COD, if you're any of these things, you're always ready to serve. 
and you didn't follow anyone here and even if someone invited you here you've now made your own sacrifices keep your face forward don't look at it so sometimes it's good to rescue our, our soldiers our brothers but sometimes you have to keep it moving when the war is hard on that note i want to welcome because the tribe has to be 12 we cannot have 11 families it's 12 families and so we followed all the instructions up till now and the instruction we got on this one was watch wait let things sort itself i wanted someone else to be senior pastor god has his own mind this is god be son it's his mind my mind something else hope god called you into what he's called you to and this word is walking in different dimensions it has his own mind but i'm human too i have my thoughts but his mind is always prevailing to complete the 12 family again we can be 12 then we become nine then we become 12 again but time everything that needs to be straightened will be straightened we're evolving i want to welcome a family head himself and his wife becomes the family head for what we call the institute family shard and your wife come forward come would you sing please See how people are rejoicing. See how glorious this is for you. It's always been God's plan from day one. See the approval from your own people. I, I see shepherd even rejoicing. Whatever. God. Oh, praise his name. For endless days, everyone. Endless days. shall return one more time let's say the God of the families he shall the rose of white the blazing sun the blazing sun shall peace the night and I will rise and I will rise you face me please he's the God of the families and you know why I need you to listen to this we did not for one day plan family system those of you here even even if it's not 2016 let's even say 2018 did you hear anything called we are gonna be families God orchestrated it so actually Richard, I'm saying to you today, the people committed to your hands are not yours. Everyone, every soul that we pastor will give an account for them. This is not to satisfy personal ego. 
or feel among his heavy duty which you've been carrying for years. And I'm by no means thinking you're perfect and you know what to do, but I trust that the spirit of grace will give you wisdom. And we all say amen. amen. On that note, I commission you to be family heads, the Institute family. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. On that note, I'm charging all family heads, everyone that was from wherever they're coming from, to go and support them and make sure that we have a strong family. The Lord bless and be with you. The Lord bless and be with you. Amen. Let me proceed. Amen. Again, I repeat, I charge everyone to go support Shad and Ashley and let them build the family commission into their hands without not appreciating those that have served. Those that have served before them, before you, Shad, before you, Ashley, those that you were deployed to serve under will continuously appreciate everyone who serves. But I want you to remember that in service, people are called to serve permanently and some called to serve temporarily. So it is without removing any honor due to anyone who has served or with great gratitude saying, well done, but the work must move on. And it is not today that we're doing this. I've done this in the service in embassy, if you remember, many months or some months or weeks ago. May the nation continue to prosper. May those who love the nation, may God love them. And those who are watching from home, all you need to be doing right now is congratulating Pastor Shard and Pastor Hashley for the great work they would have to build. Give them all your support. Those who are watching internationally that belong to a family before now you have a new family. Leadership is a vacuum that must not be left empty. You cannot leave anything empty. We, cannot, we must not be held ransom by anything, by fear even. We must all take the risk, support what is right. Are you ready for the 5th of January? Are you sure you're ready for the 5th of January? We have a statement to make to the nation. It's new beginning because it's the number 2024. The code called new beginning after perfection. Now we know exactly what we're going to do in 2024. We know how we should fight. We know how we should do business. God is joining new people to us on all sides. All the families are increasing in numbers and now we know what to do. That means the time for new beginning is here. Are you ready for the World Conference this week as well? Please, everyone focus on what is your business. What is not your business? Forget it. There's nothing that is my business right now than the SMEs and the solidness of the families. Every other thing we will deal with in years to come. We will, in hindsight, we'll deal with every other thing. Have you been blessed by the world this afternoon? Elite family, thank you one more time. The new family, the Institute family, thank you. Prosper and thrive on all sides. The Christmas celebration, I won't even say it's now open. It's been open since yesterday night. Let me hear what you're saying. Your love is running over. Yeah.
houses that needs to merge to be one as we are moving as the houses are moving from one location to the other which is scriptural all the houses that need to merge all the businesses that need to merge waste no more time do what you've heard from the word as you've heard it from the word this 2024 2024 for the first time um we we're gonna have cod functioning it's always functioning, so not for the first time functioning functioning as what he's called to do pastor obi toby jr will be sending out seven pastors we're actually going to cause the crowd movement revival so this coming Sunday, I'll be announcing the seven new pastors from the nation family. They're going to make sure that there is at least 12, 12, um, 12 programs, 12 services run throughout the year. You're going to see the new crop of pastors. Um, the names have been submitted this morning. I just need some few more moments. Everyone who wants to be a politician, you've got to take up the mantle of this pastoring straight away. So if you don't think Obi and Pastor Sam knows you, Get to them and say, I'm a, I'm a speaker. <laughs> Let me speak. We're going to run all these services in the year. Um, people like, whatever, I won't mention names now. There will be the young pastors that you now see on stage preaching the word. And they have their target, their number target. And we're going to keep this busy all through the year. Those who know they are called to speak, but you've been silent for long. Your platform is here. We have 12 months to continue to hammer into something, to continue to repeat something. It is work time, guys. It's not emotion time. It's not time to wonder what happened to who. Wonder what's going to happen to you. It is our time. Rise up, strive and thrive as a nation. Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold of this vision. Place it upon your heart as a seal. Merry Christmas, everybody. Amen. Can you close this service?